All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the You Love to Hear It podcast. I had the most amazing opportunity presented to me last week, and I'm so stoked to share this with you guys. I got reached out to by a friend of mine who works for a middle school in Incline Village, California, and they wanted me to come over and give my first ever talk in front of human beings, let alone a bunch of eighth grade groms, and just to share my message about what snowboarding has done for me and my experiences on the path to becoming what a lot of people would consider a successful YouTube or social media content creator. It was just amazing to be able to share some of the insight I had and honestly experience my first ever public talk. Hopefully we'll have some more of these. If you guys are stoked on this type of content on this channel, drop a thumbs up. If you're listening on any other platforms and you're not on YouTube, then it might be a little bit difficult to hear some of the questions that they had because I was the only one mic'd up. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to bring some epic content to you guys while sharing my journey and my love and my stoke for life and the career that has helped me do the things that I have been able to achieve and do every single day. So hope you guys enjoy this. If you're on YouTube, drop a thumbs up. If you are on any other podcast platforms, leave a review and let me know you're stoked and we'll try to keep some more content like this coming for you in the future. Once again, hope you enjoy it and you love to hear it. Big middle school guy. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you too. So we have a guest speaker. I'm gonna let Ms. Rotendi introduce him because he's friends with her, but it's a real good opportunity for you to learn about what options there are as an adult a lot of you say, I want to be a YouTube star. What does that look like? What does it take? What do you have to do? He's made it work as a business to support his life. Pay for his cell phone, pay for his gas, pay for his insurance, all the things. He's making it work. So he's going to share with you what that takes. Okay, so I'll let Miss Rotundi introduce him a little more. So this is my friend Casey. Um, we met about six years ago at one of my best friend's wedding. Um, and it was in Costa Rica. It was really cool. We were out surfing, having a good time, celebrating their love. And after that, of course, you meet friends, you start following them on social media. We lived in different parts of the country. I started following Casey on Instagram. Kind of started following what he was doing through social media. Recently, what made me ask him to come here and talk to you is that I saw one of his videos and he was talking about positive, mindset, goal setting. He was talking about how maybe he wasn't the best student when he was in school. And what made him kind of change his mind and his mindset and maybe some things that he wished he would have done differently then, but he's making up for now. So he's gonna to talk to you for a little bit. You're gonna get an opportunity to ask questions and check out his page. All right, take it away. Cool, thank you, Natalie. How's it going guys? Once again, my name's Casey Willax. I'm gonna write it on the board here so you guys can actually check out the YouTube if you want. Do we have, does anybody have a favorite resort around here that you ski or snowboard at? Favorite mountain? What is it? Palisades. Palisades. If you guys wanna look it up, I got videos from Palisades. I got videos from surfing on the lake here in Tahoe. It's Casey Willax on YouTube. But to kind of give a backstory on what Natalie was saying about how we met before I had the vlog and before I started kind of documenting my life and showing it. I was on the Costa Rica trip and I ended up, got my hard drive stolen. I lost all the information that I had. That kind of got me motivated to want to put a video out every single day and showcase my life. To lead up to even that, to, to be in a position to want to share my life with the world. I had a solid 10 year period where after high school I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't go to college. I just kind of wanted to explore and see the world and you know enjoy my life, snowboard. I was kind of confused in high school with what to do and 
the reason I think I'm standing up here now is because we're living in a time where social media is bigger than ever. You don't actually need to become a professional to be, say, a snowboarder. You can still be involved in the snowboarding industry or in any industry, but you're going to have to be putting out content and it can be confusing. It messes with the way that like human development is and you start to like think too much about stuff. And at the end of the day, if you're going to become a content creator and you're not going to go the college route, which is pretty set in stone, there's a misconception that it's posting videos of having the most fun that you can do doing anything and that you're just kind of getting paid and documenting your life but there's so much hard work that goes into it behind the scenes there's so many days when I'm up till midnight or one in the morning trying to get something done and I never have somebody a boss over my shoulder telling me what to do or making sure that I do it it's all on me every day everything that I write down all of my goals that I set none of them are gonna get accomplished if it's not me so one of the main things that I want to focus on letting you guys know is that like social media is amazing these days but it's honestly a more difficult route and you're gonna have to put a lot more work in than you would ever think. And to kind of go back to one of the scariest moments of my life was when I was leaving eighth grade and I got into my first year of high school, freshman year, and the amount of school work was just such an overload on me that I was like tripping. I went home, I almost started crying and was like, I I'm thinking of dropping out. I don't know if this is for me. And just like rest assured that within a couple days, like the human psyche and body and everything just gets used to stuff and I was doing good and whether I was doing my homework or whether I was like cheating or all of these things that I look back at now, I think mainly one of the reasons that I'm here right now is because Natalie was saying, she saw a video that I posted saying, if I could go back, I would steal the free information that you guys are all accessing every single day. And it's true. I had some weird ego thing going on where maybe it was, I don't know, I thought I was too cool, but I remember kind of arguing with all my teachers and I had this chip where like, I didn't want to do the work maybe because they wanted me to do the work, but underlying all of that is like this education system that we have is built around empowering all of you guys. You have so many teachers in this building here that care about nothing other than your guys' well-being and your education. And it, like I was saying, if I could go back and give you guys a piece of advice, it's just cherish and harness these moments where your brain is so easily available to absorb information and respect all of your teachers because that's really all that they're trying to do here is make you guys the best that you can be. And fast forward 10, 15 years and I find myself in my room by myself studying Spanish, studying random things that interest me now that maybe didn't in the past, quantum physics and just how the universe works and so many things that it's actually not only more difficult for me to learn as I get older because your brain doesn't absorb information, but you have a set window right now of like eight to 10 hours of your day, hour windows where you're being taught stuff like focused one-on-one. -on -one. So the biggest thing you can do is just utilize your time because right now you're in it. So I, I always just say like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you try to do the best that you can do with the time that you have? have and that's going to lead into your future whether you're doing something on social media whether you have a day job whether you're cleaning your house you want to do the best that you can possibly do in all aspects that's like the two main things that I want to focus on and also just really let you guys know that like there is that uneasy feeling of maybe when you're going into high school and more towards the end of your high school career when you're talking with your guidance counselors about what you want to do and you're unsure if maybe you want to take some time off and, and go travel and snowboard and see the world or whether you want to go right into school. I remember my mom, one major thing that she told me was she's going to support me no matter what I do, but if I go to college, I have a massive budget, fifty dollars to $100,000 that she'll pay and she will cover all the classes and all the expenses and put me up in a dorm and cover all that. But if I wanted to go on my own and I wanted to backpack through Europe, 
Europe, then I was going to have to get a job. I was going to have to make less money than I would with a career, but do the things that I love. And I really, over that decade before I started the YouTube channel documenting everything is when I learned how it's not for everybody. And it might seem amazing, like I said about the social media aspect, but like being a ski bum or a snowboard bum is it's one of the toughest things I've ever done. It's harder than working any desk job or any dish job. Like you have to be okay with being cold and having less and surviving on less money and not being able to afford all these luxuries and like constantly sleeping on people's couches. And it really does take a toll. And I just want to say that it, it's not for everybody. And if you're super set in stone and you feel like you've got your college route and you've got your classes dialed, like you need to be so grateful for that because not everybody has that. And when you harness in what you want and what, you're, what you want to do, like that's something to be really grateful grateful for because not everybody has that. So I want to let you guys know that it's okay if you feel uncomfortable about your future and, and what you want to do because when I was 17, I knew deep down that like the college thing wasn't for me. I, I couldn't handle the schoolwork and everything and maybe in the future it would be for me. But my guidance counselor was trying to help me so hard with getting into colleges and I thankfully had a supportive mother who said that if I wanted to pursue my skateboarding career and move to California that she wasn't going to financially do it, but she would be there for me like in spirits and in hopes. And I've always been so grateful for that. So since I was 17 or 18 years old, I moved out of my house, moved into my pickup truck and have been like driving basically from mountain to mountain, state to state, living on basically nothing and um, just learning so much about life and how I thought that route was so easy because you only see the glorification, you only see the Instagram posts, you only see the final YouTube production. But at the end of the day, like it really is so much hard work. And um, yeah, I just want to support you guys on any of your decisions that you have. So I don't know if you guys got any questions, anything that like maybe relates to you or relates to anything that I say. If you guys want to throw it out there, maybe raise a hand. If you're nervous, I can answer some questions for you guys privately. You got a question? Oh yeah. Is coming here going to be like on yeah, absolutely. Yep. Shout, shout out to the filmer in the back, Taylor. He does. Yeah, he does all the follow cam snowboarding and stuff. It's honestly for me the concept isn't hard in coming up with videos because one of the biggest hurdles that I think a lot of people have with coming up with content is they're worried about what other people are going to think, and so they don't they don't really get to it. But my formula has always been more of a document style. So I don't need to come up with something if I'm constantly recording. You know, today we come here, we get this content. If we're gonna go snowboard at North Star, we go and snowboard and then it's mostly what happened that day that we can turn the concept into, okay. you know? So it's basically what you, you just record your life? Yeah, and it becomes more of a documenting process. That way you don't have to overthink, you know, that day. But there are specific days where if I want like a, kind of like a video to do better, I'll come up with a concept and, you know, plot it out, write it down and then, and then harness it. You like met any famous like snowboarders or skateboarders? All of them. All, almost all of them, yeah. Well, like met like any other ones? Yeah. Um, one of the most epic uh, nights of my life was the uh, Utah Park City Woodward opening. And it was, it was psycho. It was Tony Hawk, Sean White, Travis Pastrana, like every single top pro that you could ever think across every single action sport. It was, it was insane. Do you edit videos or somebody Up until right now, I have edited like 99% of every video I've ever put out. Yeah, in uh, 
2017 I decided to do daily and um, my brothers helped me with a couple of them and like as years have gone on I've gotten some help with production I like recently just hired my first person but yeah for the first four or five years it was me every morning every night doing everything on my own uh, when did you start your channel November 14th 2017 and I think I said this earlier the whole reason that I started the channel was because I got hard drive robbed when I was in Mexico and that made me want to get the turnover rate to just basically the same day. Uh, no, so the route that I've taken, there's there's not really a gigantic income from one stream as it's more about multiple smaller streams of income. So it could be, yes, ads from YouTube videos, but then there's also smaller things like merch lines, sponsors that sponsor specific videos, packages that I could put together if people want maybe a cookbook or something or some other like magazine that I can offer, but it's really always about like how much work can I put in to create something of value to give to people that would want to support me back. Uh, what was your favorite place that you've been in the world? Whew. For surfing, Indonesia, for sure, and for snowboarding, Japan. Hands down. Yeah, snowboarding in Japan is. Hopefully, we'll make it back there this year. You're from Japan. Uh, 2019, we did the South Island, Hapone One, and Niseko was the th the third year. Uh, 2020, we went to Niseko and we rode all of Grand Harafu and all of those places. Surfing too. Surfing, yeah, we surfed in Japan too. It was good. Favorite place to snowboard in Tahoe is the lake. That's my favorite place to surf. Um, someday we got to snowboard on the lake. I would say for park, I like uh, Woodward the best, and probably for powder, Sugar Bowl. Yeah. What about you? I heard that's a very cool place. Yeah. What's your favorite place? Diamond Peak. Diamond Peak's good. <laughs> Diamond Peak's good. I've ridden Diamond Peak, Mount Rose, all of them. Anybody else? Any other questions? I, I skied, the first thing I did was skiing. I was like three or four years old, skied till I was like eight or nine. What was your uh, worst accident, like snowboarding or like surfing? Two months ago to this day, I broke my ankle. Oh. Yeah, look at, look at me now. Right. Uh, surfing. Surfing? Yep. Please. Surfing right onto, right onto the sand. It was pretty, pretty gnarly in Newport Beach at the Wedge. Natalie, did you have something? What's your favorite teacher and why? You know what? I'm actually going to share a story that I thought before I came here that I just got reminded of. So my favorite teacher, I, th I think his name was Mr. Cody. Is that his name? Uh, he was transportation. And for some reason, I looked up to this guy so much. The way he kind of respected everybody and like allowed us so much freedom, probably too much. I think he got fired because of that. But I just respected this guy so much. And I got into an argument with one of my friends, one of the students at the school. And in our little argument, I ended up yelling at the teacher, telling him not to tell me what to do. And that whole rest of that night, I just kind of felt like Mr. Cody's just going to be bummed on me. Like, there's no way I should have done that. And it was eating me up. And so the next day, the bell rang. And before class, I got there as soon as I could so I could have some time in between classes with him. And when he saw me, I f he kind of felt what was about to go down. And I just told him straight up, like, hey, I wanted to come in here early and apologize for yesterday. That was completely out of pocket. I was yelling. I just got my temper got the best of me. I was supposed to be yelling at him. I yelled at you, it was disrespectful, I was sorry. And the way that he stood up and responded to me and basically just told me that what I did is irrelevant because of like the manpower in me or whatever that it 
took to come and apologize to him and like seeing the respect that he gave me just for showing up and admitting my wrong like it, it changed the way that I handle situations like for the rest of my life and now I'm just I'm so much more quick to when I know I did something wrong or even not look at it in the other person's perspective as maybe how how could it have been my fault and just be the first one to apologize but M Mr. Cody I would say was probably one of the most gangster teachers I had yep um, so out of Surfing, skateboarding, and snowboarding, what do you think best at? Uh, best at would probably be snowboarding for sure. It's also the one I've been doing the longest. Are you considered a pro for snowboarding? That's, that's a controversial topic right there. Depends who you ask. I would tell my grandma, yeah, I'm pro, but I would probably tell like the next pro rider that like, no, we're, I'm on the come up, you know. Do you make money or get free stuff for being good at what you do? Yes. To me, that's... That's pretty pro. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's levels to it of who you'd ask. You know, you ask the chorus snowboarder who like built their life off of how pro used to be, right. which is before social media, which is why I'm on stage right now. It's, right. it's different. Are you sponsored by anybody? Yeah, absolutely. Got a bunch of sponsors, bunch of support. I have a signature snowboard with Lego snowboards. You're on one. Where did you go to um, I went to middle school in Colchester, Connecticut. But even better, I went to Bacon Academy for high school. Bacon, Bacon Academy. Uh, you haven't gone. What is it? Watch this. Dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up racing dirt bikes for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You got. Yeah, I didn't hear dirt bikes, but I hear brab, and I know. What was your favorite sponsor? Favorite sponsor was probably the first sponsor, like first major sponsor I got on like my route to trying to become a professional snowboarder. And I always looked up to DC and Torstein Horgmo and when they started giving me boards and boots, that's when I was like probably the most grateful I'd ever been for sure. What was your biggest sponsor? Biggest sponsor, maybe just like the biggest thing that I was sponsored around was probably the snowboard through Lego Snowboards to have a custom like-, like biggest company Biggest company? Yeah, like There's been some weird ones. Like I've done just kind of some like one-off like integration sponsors. 686, it's hard to think of off the, off the actual top of my head, but just like some, some random brands that aren't really involved in snowboarding. Uh, do you do backcountry? Backcountry for sure. I've done, I've been on some missions. I've done uh, some hiking and like some cliff drops and stuff like that. I've always been pretty frightened because I'm, I feel like I'm too intellectual to allow myself to go out into the backcountry without the education. And I just, yeah, I need to hopefully this winter go through the actual proper training. But yeah, I'm not just one to go out into the backcountry. It's one of the most dangerous places on earth. So I just, I just got to get the education up proper. But I've done a couple missions with people like Scotty Lego who have, they have everything dialed. I've had the beacon. They put me in the right position. But even at that point, I'm still kind of uneasy because I'm not like, I'm not capable myself to save somebody. But yeah, I have the full setup. We've got some good cliff drops for sure. What do you think of like, creators, like now getting like instant success with these like new, new apps? Yeah, that is a good one. So what do I think of like the new, uh, what I call TikTokified social media where people can go viral instantly? I think it's good because if you're getting into it, you don't have to like build, build, build this gigantic brand and you don't get any of the traction behind the stuff that you post. You can actually just post something of value, of high quality, and you can get instant feedback and you can get the success from it. But I think that it's honestly messing people up because 
what I've learned on my five-year journey to 100,000 subscribers is that no matter what, if you have 100,000 people, there's a percentage of them that are gonna be mad, that are gonna be rude, that are gonna be disrespectful, that are gonna potentially just take what you put out there in the wrong context or maybe be having a bad day and you, you deal with so much negativity, so much people talking bad to you that if you have a slow kind of gradual entry into that, I'm able to, to know these type of things and I'm able to say like, okay, maybe this kid's having a bad day. He saw a video, he took it out of context. But for the people that are just like overnight, a couple hundred thousand and they're, and they're getting this like insane negativity on them, I've seen it, it does bad things to the mental and it puts people in a bad state. So I'm like kind of fearful that people can't deal with like becoming famous overnight, but I do like how it gives everybody kind of the same opportunity to put their content out there without a huge following and have it be seen by everybody. Uh, two questions. So one, who encouraged you to start like doing all this? Who encouraged me to start doing all the sports? Yeah. Whew, probably my older brother. But we kind of started skating at the same time. Uh, probably Tony Hawk got me to start skating. Torstein got me to start snowboarding. And um, it was just in my blood to like really pursue it myself as, as a full-time life career. Uh, are you on any other platforms? Yeah, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, if, yeah, it's all Casey Willax, YouTube, Instagram. I have um, Spotify, we have podcasts and stuff as well. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere for sure. Anybody else, any other questions? Thank you guys. But if anybody has anything that they want me to ask private, just call me over, I'd, Wait, I'd be glad. Yeah, for sure, a lot. <laughs> not Hot Wheels, not yet. It's coming, it's coming. Thank you guys. Yeah, bro. Thank you, man. Have you, you ever collaborated with Lego? Lego snowboards? Yeah. Or Legos, like the actual Legos? Legos. Wait, do you have merch? Yeah, we got merch. Well, I had 20 be beanies and stuff. I was going to bring you guys, get you all stoked, and I forgot everything at my house. Oh, I got to come back again. Well, yeah, I was wondering if you could have a photo with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you guys. Ankle feels better than ever. Dude, thank you so much yeah. for having me.